Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Calming yourself down, getting yourself under control, being able to deal with the events that are going on around you, dealing with the out-of-control child, dealing with the out-of-controlled colleague, dealing with your own emotions, dealing with the problems of stress and strain and anger within a marriage, and so on. That's my topic. Calm down. Calm down. Get under control. Whether it's your child or whoever it is that makes you angry, get yourself under control. See, here's the hint. That if you want your child to calm down and get under control, or you want a colleague to calm down and get under control, or you want your spouse to calm down and get under control, you're dependent. You're dependent upon whether that person does so or not. So you're not in charge at all. You have no control over it. If that person does calm down, then you feel better. So that person has made you feel better. But if that person does not calm down, or does not calm down according to your specifications, then you're out of luck too. You're going to get out of control. So it's not a matter of changing your child or changing the behavior and the emotions of other people. It's instead changing your anxiety, your fear, your anger, your difficulty. Stay in control. Don't let yourself be out of control. Feel better. And then things around you and the people around you will feel better as well. Now, let me um, comment about this issue of uh, being under control. There's a lot of principles, there's a lot of points that one can uh, consider to help get yourself under control and keep under control, no matter what's going on around you. Yeah, the world can be falling apart, but you can be under control. Your marriage can be falling apart, you can be under control. Your kids are falling apart, you can be under control. Number one, make a commitment to stay in control. No matter what else other people are doing, no matter what else, what else anybody else says, you're going to stay under control. Commit yourself to stay under control from now on. Notice what sets you off and avoid those things. Don't let them get to you. Ignore them. Walk away from them. Keep yourself under control. Make that commitment so that you don't lose your cool, even though other people may be doing so themselves, losing their cool. Give yourself a moment to do whatever you need to do to stay calm. Okay, that's number one. Here's number two. Expect your child and other people to push your buttons. You know, we all have sensitive points. We all have pet peeves. We all have things that we don't like. We all have things that set us off. We all have things that irritate us. We call those your buttons. So you have to expect that other people are going to push your buttons. The more that you have a button showing, the bigger your button, the more obvious your button, the more you display your button, the more people are going to poke at it and push it. So avoid. Avoid those kind of situations that will bring your button forward and say, here, push me, push me. No, you don't want to do that. So it's stay under control, but kind of expect that people will push your button because you put a button out in front of them and you tempt them. So it's your fault. It's your problem. Minimize your button. Minimize your irritability. Minimize your pet peeve. Minimize your anger. Minimize the thing that bothers you. Don't show it off so much and your buttons won't be pushed or they won't be pushed as much. There's number three. Know what you are and know what you are not responsible for as an individual. Know what you are and know what you are not responsible for. That's really a primary distinction that you need to make in your life. There are things, yes, true, that you're responsible for. As an employee, you're responsible for certain things. As a parent, you're responsible for certain things. As a friend, you're responsible for certain things. When you make promises, you make commitments, you're responsible. In other words, know where you have made commitments, know where you have made responsibilities uh, and taken on responsibilities and you're going to commit to them. 
but also know what is not your response. Know what you have not committed to. Know what is not your duty. Know what is not your obligation. So separate out you know, those things you have responsibilities for and those things that you do not have responsibilities for. Now you may want to volunteer to take on responsibility of some kind, but you don't need to, you don't have to. Your child has his responsibility, you have yours as a parent. Your spouse has his or her responsibility, you have yours as a spouse. The teacher has her responsibility in the classroom, you have your responsibility as a child, I mean as a parent to a child in that classroom. So be responsible to solve a problem and take on the responsibility to solve that problem. But you're not responsible for all the problems of the world and all the problems of all the kids and okay here's the next point don't worry about the future you know that's where anxiety comes we get all upset about the future stop worrying about the future wait till tomorrow comes and deal with it deal with the issues you may want to give some thought to it but that's all you don't want to keep on giving thought to it and worry about it and obsess about it that's not good that's not true that's not right tomorrow will take care of itself you are capable of dealing with the problems that come into your life tomorrow. You don't have to worry about what tomorrow will be. You're capable of dealing with tomorrow as whatever it will be. Deal with today. Be capable of dealing with the issues of today and let tomorrow bring its own problems of whatever it might be. And in fact, if you deal with your problems today, you may not have a problem tomorrow to deal with. So avoid these kind of thinking errors that kind of stinking thinking where you get off into all kinds of speculations about what tomorrow will be and what tomorrow will bring and what tomorrow will uh, bring into your life and create struggles for you or conflicts for you or whatever wait till it comes deal with it then just deal with today make sure today is a good day make sure today you've solved your problem make sure today you've handled your problems make sure today that you've dealt with your problems Make sure today that you have prepared yourself for tomorrow, whatever tomorrow will be. Here's number five. Prepare for your anxiety or fear. You know, prepare yourself now for the conflicts that's going to, that will be coming down the road. Maybe tomorrow, but maybe next week, maybe next month. Kind of prepare for them. Know that you have some anxiety, you have some fear, you have some anticipation of what tomorrow will be or the next month will be, next week will be. Give some thought to it. But remember, you only prepare in a reasonable way. You know, the old idea is that try to avoid the worst possible thing that was going to happen. But give thought to it. Because it's not the best thing that's going to happen, but probably something in between. Kind of in the medium range will probably be what tomorrow will actually bring. It won't bring the big disaster that you probably are thinking about or the catastrophe that you may be thinking about. That's not how to spend your day today. The catastrophe tomorrow will be you'll deal with it. And it probably won't even be a catastrophe. Might be a little stress point. Might be a little point of decision making. But you'll deal with that. Do that. No matter how hard you try, don't get dragged into an argument. Don't get dragged into the issue of it's going to happen. It may happen. It might happen. But don't get dragged into the idea that, and to believe that something definitely is going to happen that's going to be negative and uh, going to be hurtful and going to be catastrophic. Let yourself be guided by the way you want to see yourself as a person instead of by how you feel today or any day how you see yourself in the future how you see yourself in the near future what kind of a person you're going to be what kind of a purpose of life will you be fulfilling will you be pursuing that's what you need to focus your attention on oh here's number six focus on positive self-talk you know everybody talks to themselves we used to get the idea that if you talk to yourself you're somehow crazy well that's not true 
Everybody talks to themselves. Good salesmen talk to themselves. Good entertainers talk to themselves. Bad entertainers talk to themselves. Bad salespeople talk to themselves, but they talk differently. People who are successful, people who achieve, talk to themselves in a positive, upbeat manner. You're going to be able to do it. You're going to succeed. You're going to handle that. You're going to be all right. The audience is going to love you. You'll have a good response. You'll have good attendance. But those that kind of think negatively about themselves and see kind of a bad future or a bad performance or a bad job ahead of them, kind of think, I can't do it. I'm not sure if I can do it. It's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be tough. I don't know if I can handle it. All that fear and all that anxiety created in that self-talk. Stop the self-talk if it's negative. Shift it over to positive self-talk. Use positive self-talk. Start thinking about what's going to help you, what's going to help you get through a situation and solve a situation rather than be overcome by it. Hey, number seven is take a deep breath. You know, we need to know how to breathe. We need to know how to take a deep breath in, hold it, and then in five seconds, let it slowly leave your body through exhalation. Take a deep breath in, hold it momentarily, and then slowly exhale and let it go. That's deep breathing. It's positive deep breathing. It's healthy deep breathing. It's relaxing deep breathing. Keep the pot from boiling over. Okay? Let your life experience relaxation through deep breathing. So three to five times, take that deep breath in, hold it momentarily, and then slowly exhale. As you count to five, or as you say the word relax, R-E-L-A-X, relax, and let the breath just go out from your body. Do that three or four or five times a day in different situations. Certainly when you feel anxious, do deep breathing. And here's number eight. Visualize a positive relationship with the people around you. Your child, spouse, your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, your associates, whomever. Visualize a positive relationship that they like you, they enjoy you, they're proud of you, they're happy to be around you, they respect you. Kind of visualize that, see that. See that in their eyes, see that in their face, see that in their smile. Let them affirm you, hear their affirmation of you. Keep a picture of an ideal relationship that you have with other people in your head. Keep that picture, keep that photograph of an ideal relationship in your head. Make that picture your interpersonal goal of how to achieve that goal and how to enjoy that particular goal once you've achieved it. Don't let anger prevail. Don't let fear prevail. Don't let anxiety or depression prevail. Let hope prevail. Let kindness prevail. Let reaching out, connecting prevail. Now remember, there are a lot of people that have the disorder of connection. They've lost connections. They've lost connection with their mother. They've lost connections with their father. They've lost connections with their spouse. They've lost connections with their kids, with their friends, with their friends, and so on. When you lose connection, you're lonely. And then you seek out all kinds of things to fill your loneliness and bring about connection. So connection is a very, very, very important part in relationships. Make connections, keep your connections, visualize good connections, visualize healthy connections, and then live those healthy connections. So, here you are. When people are aggravating you, your thinking process has to kick in and think the right way, to think a good way. Be objective, be rational, look at your behavior, and do the behaviors that are healthy for you, and that are wise, and that will help you live 
above the line of stress and above the, and above the line of mediocrity. So what are you doing now? What are your kids doing now? What is your spouse doing now? What are your friends doing now? Connect. Be part of the action. Be part of the world of other people and enjoy them and let them enjoy you. So, so there you are. That's the issue of calming yourself down. Calming yourself down in the midst of a world that is out of control and that is anxious and nervous and uh, anger-driven and violent. But you keep yourself under control. Get yourself under control. And you experience the happiness of being under control. You experience the peace and the joy that comes from being under control. And then help others achieve that as well. So, bye for now and thanks for being with me. Thank mm-hmm. you.